0: Now your king is balling out of control.
1: This is 8th Episode 57, Virtuality Reality. On Saturday, December 14th, 2013, and now... This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker.
0: So, Ian... Yeah, Ian, what's, what's up? up? I hear that you've been having a
1: pretty big week. Oh, yeah. Well, or at least eventful, anyway, I suppose would be the best way to put it. Um, as I kind of mentioned, the, uh, in the last show, I had a bunch of performances this past weekend, and they actually continued out in the middle of the week. So this past, from this past Friday up until the following Wednesday, so in the span of six days, I had nine different performances, and I have another one coming up tomorrow. Oh, fun, fun, fun.
0: No, that um, is just ridiculous. I I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, but that means that you had at least three days with more than one performance. Yeah. And that's assuming that you had at least one performance on every single day. Yes. Which is ridiculous.
1: Two on Saturday, two on
0: Sunday, and two on Wednesday? Okay, yeah, but wow, just, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Music.
1: And my teachers wonder why I don't have any time. Mm-hmm. Um... Why I sometimes get my homework in late? Um, so on top of that, it's also the week or last week of classes, so lots of papers and lots of final projects, as well as lots of end of year parties. So this, um, oh yes, I, I will pull this up and I will have the ghost play it. But um, this Wednesday we had our annual jazz Christmas party um where we usually for the first part of it we always sit and listen to some jazz and sit around with people and talk and whatnot um and then we always end with two things we end with watching Phil Driscoll um and at, as was described not by me but by the director's brother the Braindead or the Braindead Baptist Choir um for Handel's Young Messiah which came out in 1994 um it's just absolutely over the top and stupid and ridiculous and you can definitely tell that they pre-recorded the stuff and then have everyone just lip syncing and <laughs> times where there's just one guy kind of stare, or where a few guys are staring off in the distance and they're not singing or you can definitely tell that people are singing the wrong words and then, then when it scans out to the audience who's clapping after the whole thing you can definitely tell that it's members of the choir um, <laughs> so it's just Cheap and stupid, and then my absolute favorite, and I know I've shown this to you, version of um, Oh, Holy, oh Night? Holy Night. This is where I got that. This is what first introduced me to that to the version of Oh Holy Night um, that made me laugh so hard to the point where I was cry. Um,
0: yeah. Do we want to Do we want to play that for you for them? Oh gosh, no. I have I have respect for our audience. I don't want to put them <laughs> through that, but. We will definitely put that link uh, in the show notes for them to listen to uh, if they want to.
1: I have respect for them, too. That's why I want to show it to them.
0: Yeah, I, but I want them to be able to turn away at any time if they, if they so desire. <laughs> Fine.
1: But the best part's at the end.
0: Well, now they know that because you've told them.
1: Yeah. You have to listen to it through the entire thing no, boy. and laugh your butt off the entire time. Um. Oh. So there was oh, that. Nice. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. We can watch. Excuse me. We can listen to it on the Fringe. True. Af, if you'd like after this, that could be kind of fun. We'll subject Matthew and 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 Ryan to it. We'll see what they think. hmm Um. Then let's see. Friday. Uh. We also had the end of year. Um. Band party. The wind band party. And one of the traditions for that is we always do a a big white elephant gift exchange so i've
0: been seeing those pop up more and more <clears throat> they're fun with with they're different good. groups, yeah, I accumulate a lot of crap that way, though, yeah, I actually
1: got something useful, and it 's sort of an interesting story behind it. So I brought a card um a card? And, yes, a card on the front of it or on the outside, it said four, actually in kind of fancy script, it was pretty um for fantasy geeks or those will are wishing to learn patience. And then on the front of the card, um, it was the picture of a little girl and a polar bear that was taking a nap next to this little girl. Um, okay. And then I, the inside of the card read something like, unfortunately in the wild, not all bears are this, this docile or something like that. Um, so, traveler, I give you one of two options. You can either A, or either A, I will make you um, either a necklace, anklet, or bracelet out of chain mail and I'll have to measure for whichever one that you choose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or B, I can teach you and provide a few materials for the art of chain mail making. Um, and so it was actually really sad. Everyone went through, and we got down to the final present, and it was my present, and it was my turn to go. Oh. Because nobody wanted to take the card. I mean, it's just sitting there. It's just a card. Nobody wants that sort of thing. <laughs> um, so my friend Tristan Fernstrom uh, Really super nice guy was like, all right, well, I got I got the pocket knife, which is what I ended up going home with, which is a really cool pocket knife, really nice pocket knife.
0: Yeah, looks um, like it.
1: But I will give this to you and I will open that up because I was seriously really had a hard time debating between which of the two that I wanted to open. Mm. So we did that and actually we decided on the unnamed option number three, which was both. Oh. Um, <laughs> because Trist- Tristan is a fantastic human being and a really good friend, so I'm happy to sit and do that with him and for him and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of everything that's been going on. I mean, tonight it was, I had the Bells party, um, as well as a going away party for a friend that's um, transferring at the end of the semester mm-hmm. just because she wants to do nursing and it's, it's a little bit late here at Gustavus. There's a few programs that are stupid um, in the sense that you have to jump into that right away instead of exploring your options and seeing what you like. And then you're like, oh, this is where my interest slides. Why don't I go here, as okay. opposed to... Um, music, sadly, being one of them. But, okay. I mean, what can you do? But So she's, she's going away so that she can actually do nursing. <laughs> so that was my week. It, w- it was full and it was eventful, but I mean, it, it is what it is. How, and I I know that you had a rather big week, too. Well, Do you want to talk so, about
0: that? B- Before that, um, you talking about all of your musical uh, adventures reminded me of a musical adventure of my own uh, where... So go, go to the YouTube app because Katie and I uh, were partners in an Arduino lab uh, in computer science. So Arduinos are just these little... Uh, uh, Motherboards, basically tiny little motherboards that have several ports on them, and um, you you hook them up to you know whatever uh, peripherals you want to. In this case, we had a speaker, and uh, and then you program the Arduino to do something with that peripheral. And we we programmed ours to uh, play part of what does the fox say. Yeah. We ran out of time to do the rest of the song, but we're planning on doing that after all of our finals are done, if we have time. It's adorable. I want one. I know. (laughs) And, like, it was really, really easy to program, too, because um, we already had uh, some given code, that had like all of the frequencies for each of the different notes that we were going to need, uh, you know like already in there, and so we just needed to tell it duration of the, yeah, duration of this note, and you know which note comes next ah,
1: makes sense actually, speaking of other adorable things, and this isn't really in the headlines, um, but so League of legends made a patch new patch I would like you... to have it patched. we've told that joke before on the fringe you'll have to go back and find an audience I'm not telling it again Um, but but
0: (laughs) but Um,
1: minions aside uh, League of Legends has um, created a new patch obviously which they do a lot especially for preseason stuff go figure Um, one of the game modes that they have is something called ARAM which originally stood for all random all mid so you each team, uh, each per, each person on the team selects far or not selects they don't select their champions they are assigned a random champ that is available to them mm-hmm. and then they all go in and make a team with all these randomly assigned champs and it's ridiculous and hilarious and fun stuff ensues anyway there's there's these little itty bitty puff balls that wander around the map named poros, um and one of the things that was that began was that um, every champion, every every player now uh, at the beginning of that game starts out with a Poro treat in their inventory, so they can give it to the Poro, and then it it, it does a little happy dance and runs around you and has little hearts that pop up, and it's just like
0: I made a puffball happy. I love you. That's so adorable. We can maybe play a quick game after this if you like. Um, maybe depending on when we end. Yes. Um, but my the other major event that happened uh, to me this week, is that I'm single again, which is actually, I mean, I'm okay with it. Uh, It was probably the best breakup that you could ask for, because I mean, like, so I, I don't like the word breaking up, because it has so many negative connotations. Basically, Kalen and I just talked to each other, and we both admitted that we are a terrible match for dating because she is very, very introverted and she needs, uh, you know, time alone to recharge just like you said um, when I talked to you about it and, you know, I am the kind of person who needs to be with people and, you know, I was constantly trying to, uh, you know, get her to let me hang out with her and is, you know, basically just a lot of stress on on both ends because of that Uh, and so we both decided we make much better friends. (laughs) than, you know, dating partners. So there you go. Friends. But that's that's good. But that means that I'm available now. And it means that uh you need to start uh telling all the ladies what a great guy I am on the show because that well, is what I've this already started that. <laughs> that's that's what, really on the show, but i yeah, to it over here. But I mean that's why we started this show, right? Was so we could be perfect wingmen for each other.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> thought I don't know if I like
0: this thought. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd be able to do distance
1: if it was someone here at Gustavus?
0: Uh, I have no idea. Okay. Also, I'm not planning on getting back into the dating game until probably at least after winter break.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that, that, that's usually done. I mean, she lives out by Chicago anyway. Uh, There's... Uh...
0: <laughs> you don't need to decide now.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but it... it, it, it... <clears throat> There's a situation that was presented to me where this seems almost perfect, and I can't decide whether or not I want to talk about it on the show or in the fringe.
0: Well, I can't help you make that decision, because I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I know. But it involves a lady who...
0: <clears throat> you know what? We'll talk about it in the fringe. Alrighty. righty. <laughs> Do you want to get on with headlines, then? I'll get on your headlines. Oh, my All right. God. <laughs> Give me your hand. Slap <laughs> hand. Bad boy. (laughs) (sighs) You know, I haven't. I I can't figure out if people come to our show to listen for uh, video game headlines or if they come to listen to uh, us talking about terrible innuendos. (laughs) Because they get them in pretty much equal doses, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do. Probably both. I mean, I hope so. The people who have told me that they listen to our show. Listen have told me that they listen to it not necessarily because of the video game news, but they just because they like uh hearing us talk to one another. Yeah. So like uh I know that Rocky has said um that he likes listening to our show just because he he misses us our bickering and mm. and all of our stuff. So I'm assuming that means all the sexual
0: innuendos and all the bad jokes that we make too. Dude, and I mean, okay, so listeners, if you have like a friend who you don't get to see often enough because they are in a completely different uh um <laughs> Uh, the city than you start a podcast with them. <laughs> it is a great way to make sure that you stay in contact and that you talk to each other on a regular basis. Yes, I mean, like for example, Ryan and I, like we were we were good friends in junior high, and then in high school we never had any classes together, and then he started his podcast after you know went off to college. And it was at that point that I started listening to his podcast and, you know, actually started, you know, talking back to him because of his podcast. And then we, you know, back to being good friends again. Yep, yep, yep.
1: And I mean, this is probably our primary way of communicating just because otherwise during the week we're we're stupidly busy.
0: Way busy, yeah. Especially this week. So, let's get on with it. (laughs) Yes. Headlines. Um. So, Good Old Games, they're one of the cooler game retailers out there, because all of the games that they sell are completely DRM-free, and uh, they started out mainly just selling really old games, which is where their name comes from, but they've, they've been selling newer games now as well, um, and they just got that much cooler, because they ha- are now guaranteeing your money back if you buy a game from them, and you can't get it working.
1: That's... Yeah, they're a cool company. I like them now.
0: And, oh, also, I think if you accidentally purchased a game uh, and haven't downloaded it yet, you can also ask for a refund, I believe.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like these guys already. Holy cow. Thief 2 The Metal Age. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs>
1: for how much? Five bucks? Five dollar? <laughs> <laughs> Deal. I don't have money right now. Oh. Actually, that's a lie. I just got paid. Nice. I don't or like I shouldn't be spending it on that. I I have there's this whole Christmas thing coming up that I need to be spending money on for other people. Mm. Go figure.
0: Well, <laughs> I I went ahead and treated myself to The Walking Dead season 2. Hey, actually maybe I should get you that too. Merry Christmas. I
1: <laughs> I will find you a copy of The Guy Game and send that to you. The
0: what what? The Guy Game? I don't remember what that is.
1: It was listed as one of the worst games of all time. Um just because it was, think stupidly sexist and what what you would expect sort of like out of a um uh a Playboy game, and then some. Why do I want to play this now? Actually, I have no idea. Suppose <laughs> so if you're gonna get
0: me a quality game, I should get you a quality game back. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is usually appreciated, yeah. Um.
1: Alright. But speaking of quality games and other and quality games being put on quality games for the sake of quality games. um, If you guys remember a few weeks back, I talked about Mighty Number 9 which is the spiritual successor to Mega Man and made by the exact same guy. Um, So Mighty Number 9, the main protagonist, Beck, has actually there's been an announcement that he's going to make a cameo appearance in Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. Um, he will be a DLC specifically for Ninja Gaiden Z, um, and I mean this isn't the first time that something like this has happened either. Uh, the same guy, um, as I said, he's made Mega Man as well. Um, in Capcom's Dead Rising three, uh, there were you both had the ability to make a Mega Man costume and the Buster Cannon. Nice um, for Dead Rising three. So it's not the first time that a DLC um, has been created from. This guy's IP. Yep. So it just sounds interesting, looks fun, things you wouldn't expect, that's all.
0: Yeah, cool crossovers. Um, so last week we found out that several new Telltale series, including the Game of Thrones, uh, are coming our way, but what we didn't find out about Game of Thrones was that that is a multi-year, multi-title partnership, so we'll be seeing uh, at least two seasons of uh, Game of Thrones from Telltale. Oh. Yeah.
1: Ooh. I'm going to have to read the books. Yeah? I mean, I've known that for a while, but I'm going to have to read the books.
0: Get started now, because uh, there's a few of them. And they're kind of long. Yeah. But they are really good reads.
1: I'll pick up a few and bring them with me to Europe. I'll have plenty of travel time.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'll think real good.
0: Yay. Planning. Tink, 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 tink. <laughs>
1: hee Anyway, um... Don't me what the heck that was that just came over me. I couldn't tell you.
0: Dude, that sounded like a Zach.
1: That did sound like a Zach. I just pulled a Zach.
0: <laughs> it seems like the okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, um. Boy, that was the most flawless uh, segue I have ever heard.
1: <laughs> just. <Yeah>. Uh. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't
1: you know? This is how dinosaurs be? <laughs>
0: Maybe we should, like, I don't know, take that clip and use it as the transition between every single article that we talk about. Just, <laughs>
1: okay. Let's do that actually just for this show before we start talking about an article. Just... <laughs> if we must. <laughs> okay. um, uh, So... <laughs> If you guys remember a while back, um, we were talking about how Microsoft was claiming anyway that it's going to be putting more love towards its PC gamer um, following towards the people who do PC
0: games exclusively. Um, Yeah, and we uh, were kind of skeptical of that. We were.
1: um, And I mean, something that looks like it could be kind of good, though, um, that looks like they are actually, action is happening, believe it or not. Do tell. Do tell. Uh, a new... Okay, so there was a job listing that has been
0: provided. Or a job posting that was that went live today. Uh, and by today, I mean yesterday. Um, and by yesterday, you mean any time in the past from when our listeners are listening.
1: Yes, totally. <laughs> so what, even once this game is already out, we're going to be talking and saying it's yesterday. Yeah, pretty much. Done. Um, but so, uh, there's a job listing... Provided for a, or seeking a senior engineer for a project which is described as a new title based on a beloved franchise for Windows 8. So that means like it could be Halo or Titanfall or maybe one of the Force of Things. Um, so like possibly one of the ones that came out on Xbox One, but bringing it to um, PC and specifically making it for the Windows 8 OS.
0: So, from that from that wording, a beloved franchise, I would assume that it is something that has existed for a while. Yes. Um, and I would assume that this is something that was published by Microsoft, you know, not just something that has been available on one of their consoles. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like, Halo would be the obvious choice. Um, man, Freelancer back on, on PC would be great. Well, Freelancer has never not been on PC, though. Hmm. I don't know. Let's um, see.
1: Microsoft Studios. Looking at some of their games.
0: On the other hand... Fable. There Ooh. is no reason for... Oh, that would be interesting.
1: More Halo. I mean, I, Fable 3 is on PC. I have it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's, there's absolutely no reason for them to make this Windows 8 exclusive. This is clearly just Microsoft being poops. Yeah.
1: Stupid poops.
0: But yeah, so, I just found out about a nifty little dongle called the Cronus Max that allows you to use basically any standard gaming input on any gaming system. So, for example, if you want to use the mouse and keyboard in Halo 4, boom, plug it into the Cronus Max. Have a PS3, but you prefer the 360 controller, no problem, just plug it into the Cronus Max. This thing can even record macros so that you can do multiple actions with one button press, and they are quickly adding support for the new console generation. Uh, for example, they already have the DualShock 4 working, uh, including, like, the touchpad functionality and everything, uh, and I believe that you can use any controller with the Xbox One with uh, their most recent update. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know how I didn't know that this existed before, because this, is, this sounds great.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, I'm not sure if it really... Wait, does it really affect PC gamers at all? Most things have a USB port, and we can just plug it in and utilize it as uh, it is.
0: Well, so, I mean, like, the PS3 controller, um, you know, has a USB cord and everything, but it's not really compatible with Windows without doing some obnoxious fiddling around. Um, I I I couldn't even get it working uh, on my Sony laptop easily, which you think you'd think they would have thought of that, especially since they, you know, they made it possible to play PS3 games on certain Sony laptops. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. This thing uh, is one of those hidden gems that, uh, you know, a lot of people would go, man, I wish something like that existed. Well, it does. Yeah. Huh.
1: Might have to, now just get a 360 controller for whatever I need those controllers.
0: Or wait for the Steam controller to come out. Yes. I like that option better.
1: Anyway, continuing on. (laughs) Um, So, more and more drama with the video game world. You guys, we've been following the story of 38 Studios and their demise for the past however long it's been going on. Um, So, uh, if you guys remember, we also mentioned that there was, or the. The auctioning off of specifically of kingdoms of Amalur, um, and and it's well yeah to that that particular series that the auction for that was being moved to this month at some point in time. Um, so the auction came a uh, bunch of so Rise of Nations, Rise of Legends, and associated IP, um, big huge games, uh, trademark stuff like that. Those also but Kingdoms of Amalur actually never sold. It never
0: found a buyer. Uh, quick question. Can you say kingdoms? Kingdoms? Kingdoms, yeah. What was I saying? It sounded like kingdoms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, that must be the...
0: Maybe, it, yeah, maybe that's the internet. I don't know. Well, I'm not sure if it's the internet or what I had with dinner. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: I had a really interesting thing with dinner. I... I'm trying to remember exactly... Oh,
0: Huckleberry. You at, you I had at, a... What? You were at Buffalo Wild Week. So I can't...
1: You wow. can't talk out of the building. Oh
0: my that. gosh, it's splitting.
1: Hopefully... This is how well you can tell that we are mentally connected. I get drunk and Buck gets drunk without even drinking anything.
0: <laughs> oh lord. So, wow, that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway... Uh,
1: I tried um, and actually enjoyed a huckleberry-flavored Long Island iced tea. Okay. Keep in mind, Long Island iced teas are notorious for being tasty and dangerous. They include a little bit of basically every single time
0: kind of liquor there is.
1: Vodka, whiskey, gin, tequila,
0: um, rum. So I'm guessing that it's not really an iced tea by any stretch of the imagination? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: A little bit of Coke for flavoring, um, though I think they might have just put in the, um, the Huckleberry syrup instead of the Coke. But still, whoa, that was yummy. Um, so, so Kingdoms if I'm of funny. Amalur. Kingdoms of Amalur. Um, <laughs> uh, Kingdoms of Amalur uh, remains unsold, and so any and all future um, projects involving that particular series have been undone. Oh, well. For the time being. So, and unfortunately as i said they 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 did sell a few um for a grand total of three thousand two hundred or sorry not three thousand um three hundred and twenty thousand um but it was well short of the one million debt that Rhode Island incurred
0: yeah well <laughs> i mean that's uh that story was tragic, and i'm tired of of <laughs> Like, honestly, I just want it all to be done. (laughs) No more
1: drama, please.
0: It's like a slow car crash that you just have to watch. Don't ask me why it's going so slow and, you know, why a car crash that's going slow is still going to happen even though everybody would have time to react. But anyway. uh. Thank you, sir. (laughs) We can speak whale! Whale! Another one of the Double Fine prototypes uh, that they made during the Amnesia Fortnite is going to become a full game. Uh, Hack and Slash takes the classic top-down action-adventure game and turns it upside down by letting you hack, uh, meaning computer hack, objects and people in the world to change their properties. So this was actually my favorite prototype out of all of the ones that they made, Uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to this game coming out for real. Uh, And it's set to come out in the first half of 2014.
1: Well, then here's my question that I have, I suppose. Um where does the slashing come in? Uh
0: well, so I mean it's it's in a fantasy world and I think I don't remember if I ever actually attacked anybody because it was way more fun to just uh you know throw a USB cable at them and then hack their vision so that they like couldn't see anything. Or like no so so like literally you could you could just change the value of their like vision cone to make it you know smaller bigger negative so they could only see behind them it was, it was hilarious uh you could you know slow down time and uh which was kind of essential for uh some of the puzzles <laughs> um but yeah it was it was a lot of fun and they had it had a pretty a pretty uh, catchy tune in the background the whole time good soundtrack huh. i like good music mm mm-hmm.
1: good music is always good you no know, so speaking of good music Um (laughs) The Oculus Rift, we've talked about this many times. Never Uh, heard of it. (laughs) Ha 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 funny. Um So uh Siri so sorry, um it's been trying to get funding to get the their virtual reality headset up and going and Becoming a consumer product. Well, it seems like it's becoming more and more and more a reality that that is going to happen. Um, so over the past few years, we've watched them get um, initial investments, a bunch of Kickstarter or a bunch of money from Kickstarter, a um, bunch of support from the community as saying, "Yeah, we'll get this. This looks like a cool thing." And over the past while, or so they've gotten Series B additional funding. Um, and they have raised 75 million using that, which will finalize the creation of the project. So we'll be able to see those virtuality reality, sorry, those virtuality reality. Um, wow, nice. Um, th- those virtual reality headsets coming out for sure, and they now have the funding for that. So we're going to be seeing them now. It's just a matter of when.
0: Yeah, and I've, as much as we love. Uh, talking about how great Kickstarter is. I mean, I think their initial Kickstarter was something like two million dollars, uh, and now you know a real company's given them seventy-five million dollars. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's it did what it said it was going to do. It was a Kickstarter. Yeah. It got them a little bit of money to get them up and off the ground and got the get them to ball. make some prototypes and get yeah. some get some momentum going to the project.
0: Yeah, and that's yeah. This would never have gotten to the point it is if they hadn't, you know, sent out the development kits to all of the people who kickstarted it. So, yeah. you know, if they hadn't gotten it out the doors and gotten lots and lots of people just talking about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we're all excited for virtual reality. Let's let's be honest here. Oh yeah. It's gonna make watching prawn a heck of a lot more fun.
0: Great. For some reason, I thought you were talking about Tron which does sound awesome on the Oculus Rift. Oh, God, yes.
1: (laughs) Tron or... Oh, oh, I'm excited for games like Thief or other Mm -hmm. stealth-related games, particularly on the Oculus Rift. Battle games and wartime games can be fun, but in one where you have to be particularly aware of all your surroundings, those ones are, oh, God, amnesia.
0: I'm still trying to figure out how (laughs) third-person... Like, either third-person shooters or third-person, you know, like, beat-em-ups are supposed to work with an Oculus Rift. Because I haven't seen those demoed by anybody, and they don't really seem like they would lend themselves well to it.
1: No, this is probably going to be a
0: first-person. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, No, I I suppose I'm not going to say it'll be
0: a first-person exclusive. Um, Well, what other things can you think of? Maybe some vehicle stuff, so like Driving. Well, that would still be like, if, if it's from the Oculus, if it's, from, if it's using the Oculus Rift, chances are it's going to be from the perspective of inside the cockpit. So it's chances still, are. it's still going to be first person.
1: You could also be hovering a little bit above the car to be looking around. Just like you know that you can do, or like you'd be able to press a button and then, oh, now you're in the car. Now you're above the car. Now you're not, now you're not even in the cockpit. Now you're like
0: sitting on one of the headlights. Um, I can imagine that giving somebody nausea though. Yes, you know, quickly switching between those with an Oculus Rift on their head. Yes,
1: but I mean, it's it's not unheard of for a lot of racing games to have different viewpoints.
0: Yeah, but that's on a flat screen where you know you're not trying to be completely immersed. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And Br- I never said
1: necessarily lent itself that well to that anyway. So as you were saying, blur, blur,
0: so. For some reason, YouTube has suddenly opened the floodgates on matching third party content in videos, and a lot of video game related shows are getting hit hard. So, most video game companies have said that they are totally cool with, you know, let's plays and like walkthroughs and stuff being posted on YouTube, but a lot of these claims that are happening are you know they're completely automated and they seem to be coming from companies that really have nothing to do with the games like oftentimes there'll be some music company or other that it's not really clear how they're connected to the audio in the game that they're that they're looking for and you know um so i can tell you from personal experience that actually when i started uploading the walking dead videos there were a couple of them early on that had claims put on them but then those claims went away, and now there's only like one of my episodes that actually has a, a third-party claim on it, um, and it doesn't really affect me that much because I'm not trying to make money off of my videos, so you know I'm not getting that revenue diverted from me. Um, but you know a lot of people who do this professionally, like they, I I remember them complaining about like up to 15% of their revenue was getting slashed mm-hmm. by you know, third party uh companies just saying, "Now that money's gonna be ours now. And YouTube it seems to be sticking to its guns and just being like, Yeah, well this is the system, this is how it works. Like we have to be able to give them, you know, the money for what they own and it's like, well, but they don't really own it and nobody knows what's going on. Mm. So there'll probably be more information on exactly what's going on next week. Um but, you know, I can't say for sure
1: yeah that sounds inc- incredibly obnoxious and i mean that's it's it's kind of a stupid thing on the third party thing in general because or or sorry it's it's a stupid thing for the third party to put those those tags on them those claims on those videos because those people who you were saying do it professionally other mm-hmm. followers Think about all the free advertising that they're giving this company.
0: Well, yeah, and, and that's why, like, it's important to note that the claims that are happening are not really coming from the, the game companies that own these games. You know, they all, they all pretty much view it like, yeah, free advertising, just like you said. Um,
1: yeah. So wait, so okay, Ex- explain. What, what, what do you mean by the third-party content?
0: so so YouTube has an automated uh system I forget what it's called that allows companies to basically just troll through uh well, that's a good word troll through uh you know all of like YouTube's videos and automatically search for stuff that matches you know your the, what you have copyright on um and so like that's that's why you see people sometimes uploading mirrored. Uh, stuff of of TV shows or whatever, yeah. um, you know, to make sure that it doesn't like get caught by that. Um, I think I think YouTube's more sophisticated than that now, and they can catch those kinds of things. Yeah. But um um and so oftentimes what happens when you know, for example, like uh, a music publisher finds some music of theirs on YouTube, they won't take that video down, but they will make a claim to it, and then they will get the advertisement revenue from that video. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so like you said, most video game companies don't do this because they want, you know, these these YouTube personalities who do this professionally to post stuff from their games uh because, you know, like people may not have heard of their game uh if it weren't for that, you know, seeing yeah. it on YouTube. Um however, there are clearly companies that uh are just doing this to get money, you know, from as many YouTube uh, videos as they can, you know, that are making, I mean, from what I can tell, they're just bogus claims.
1: And if they're getting the revenue from bogus claims, then, then that's...
0: Yeah, it's terrible.
1: They're going to be facing quite a few legal issues, I think.
0: I don't think so. No? Because, like, well, so so... I mean I think if if it's determined cuz this is a completely automated system if it is determined later that like they don't actually own the rights to that video I think that their claim just goes away and I don't know if they get to keep the money or not but I mean I'm going to cynically say they probably get to keep the money.
1: would hmm. I mean, be it would be difficult for them not to I suppose. I I know that's obnoxious. They should they should definitely be a bit more of a scanning and a screening process for for being able to make those claims, instead of yeah, just going.
0: But who's going to do that? YouTube is enormous. Yeah. And there are tons of like tons and tons of people uploading multiple duplicates of like the same kind, you know, video. Uh, and there's just no way to like go through it by hand and figure out what's you know who owns what.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's that's obnoxious. They should. Hmm. Has YouTube made a? <laughs> Me, an ability to repeal?
0: Yes, you claims? can, you can, uh, dispute them, but it seems like it takes a bit of effort, you know, and you have to have, like, specific reasons why you, uh, have the right to upload this, you know, and get revenue from it, mm-hmm. um, and so, I mean, like, I didn't bother to go and do that, because I was like, doesn't matter to me, you know, I guess people are just going to see, like, an ad or two, a banner ad on on this video of mine, and it's not like I was getting money off of it anyway. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, like, for, for a lot of these professionals who are doing it, like, uh, they're, other than, you know, making money off of it, they're pretty much just like you or I, sitting in their room, playing a game, making some commentary over it, and uploading it. Yeah, You know, so it's not like they have like a legal department that they can just go and say, hey, get on that, go and dispute this for me. Yeah. Because they're just regular people.
1: That's, that's, that's annoying stupid that they can do that.
0: I suppose yeah. we should be grateful for the ability to do this in the first place, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's That's very true, but it's also hypocritical actions are obnoxious. When you're making a claim on someone for stealing your property, when you're actually stealing their revenue that Mm -hmm. they should be getting for their property. I see that as incredibly hypocritical and just dishonest and and a disgusting thing to do. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. All right. So, Frostivus, most beautiful glorious event that I have never and probably never will go on to. Um The event which, as we talked about last weekend, Valve had promised it's definitely going to happen this time. Guess what?
0: Uh It did happen. Heh heh heh
1: No. Um, I know, I know, I know. So, Valve, much like leading us on with
0: promises of Half-Life 3, when have they ever let us on with that? I suppose they
1: haven't. It's always been
0: rumors around the internet. Yeah, no. But, ve- oh,
1: okay, fine. How about this one? Speaking of lying companies...
0: Ah, okay. Um, The segue half through, halfway through the story. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: well, that's how you do it in Latin, right? I wouldn't know. Anyway. Um,
1: why do I make references that I'm the only one who can understand?
0: Because you are a unique individual... And you're special in your own special way.
1: I don't want... Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway. um, So, Frost,
1: this has been cast aside once again. Oh. I know, funny. Um, so... Do we know why? Yes.
0: Are you going to tell um, us why?
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let, me, let me read what they have on on this. It's I, I believe it's actually an update... For one of the particular characters, there's a particular character on there who um acts on the sort of like how Trinimir does on League of Legends. Um, his name is Skeleton King, and guess what? He's getting a transformation. He's getting a transformation into Wraith King, so he's getting a new look, a new name, a new voice, and most importantly, he's balling out of control. Um, so it's called Wraith Knight mode. Um, oh Wraith Knight is the new announced seasonal event. So the us is canceled, they but they put up a different event. Is all that's happened. Okay. I don't know. Um let's see. The Wraith King must be protected and the souls are be are to be collected. So it looks like a cross between Trend and Thresh. So wait, um,
0: is, is this Frost King an actual playable character or is he Something else. Because I, Trend is a playable character, but you're making it sound so. like we're defending him.
1: I think so. I mean, the Skeleton King is definitely a playable character.
0: Okay. Oh, um,
1: okay. And if he's being transformed into the Wraith King, then I'd assume so as well.
0: Right. And then, wait, so we're talking about, is the Wraith King and the Frost King the same thing?
1: Oh, um, when, I, I when did I ever say Frost King?
0: Uh, you, you definitely said that at least once, and I was confused. So he's a Wraith King and there's no Frost King? No. Okay. Wait. Yes or no?
1: There's there is a Wraith King, but there is no Frost King.
0: Okay. Good. Okay.
1: That's Wraith clear. Knight is the new seasonal event that is replacing Frost or that is replacing Frostivus. That's what I said.
0: But, okay. Okay. But that's all that's
1: happening. Um. So uh, the Wraith King must be protected, and that souls are to be collected. So this is supposedly a rumored um co-op mode called Holdout, which is a horde-style defense against waves of enemies that might. Might end up being what's happening, but we will, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yes. You I mean, will. So it sounds like Dota is just experimenting with different um, gameplay and game, yeah, uh, gameplay and game style type, sort of like League of Legends has been with like all for one and whatnot.
0: So. Mm-hmm. yeah. Be- Did you know that you are definitely doing something wrong? when you are under investigation for misleading your investors on the status of a game that you're publishing, yeah, you're probably doing something wrong at that point. <sighs> well, that's exactly the situation that EA is in right now regarding Battlefield 4 and the buggy state that it was released in. Now, from, from the people that I've talked to in real life uh, who have been playing Battlefield 4, they haven't been encountering any of these you know, terrible um you know save game corruption bugs or uh you know server problems or anything um but it's all over the news and um you know the investors are not happy so they uh they had a some uh, a law firm or something start investigating EA <laughs> to see if they had lied
1: well we talked about last week how good EA was and we know their reputation as is so hey we got to yeah. we got to put them back in their place
0: right <laughs> all good things must come to an end yes
1: alright but a good thing that is coming to a beginning oh sorry before before segue I must do the proper segue
0: yes go <laughs> <And> then, <boom. laughs> oh my goodness
1: I swear to you my roommate is going to come in here saying guy dude I'm trying to shut up I'm trying I'm trying to shut up can you please sleep I'm trying to sleep can you please shut up
0: <laughs>
1: oh boy um so, uh a game that actually I really want to play simply because it looks like it's the sort of thing that I would really enjoy is called Jazz Punk. Um it's a hands on uh or it's a sorry, no, it's not a hands-on. It's an espionage game that's very different most espionage games and sort of the fast action pace of sneak, 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 jump here, or if you get um or if you, if you get detected in all hell bracelets, no, the game says, ah, take your time, have some fun, there's, there's cool things to explore here, and cool things to explore there, just, yeah, relax. And the game itself is a very relaxed style, in that the main appeal of the game isn't actually the puzzles, or the story, it um, will have some of those, they'll, they'll both be rather gentle, but rather, the jokes. And the game itself is very strange, so let me, let me, let's see. Um, I'm looking at the screenshots, and it looks very bizarre. Yes. Uh, but so let, let, let me read something from the, from the article. Those puzzles are never so involved as to be taxing, but do push you towards noticing your surroundings. Each level has a main objective, usually requiring that you manipulate nearby objects to set off a chain reaction That, While exaggerated, never, succ- or never succumbs to adventure game guesswork the first mission, that means breaking into the consulate, entering an alternate cyber dimension, and infiltrating a telephone network with the help of Comrade Crunch Serial. No, really, this this all makes sense when you're doing it.
0: <laughs> and much like our conversations, <laughs> it only makes sense in context.
1: Yes, everything makes sense in context, but it's it's jokes. Just It, it, it looks like it's a game that coincides with our show because it's almost all about jokes. So slapsticks, one-liners, um, that just sort of plug along. And if you don't like one joke, wait not even ten minutes. You'll find another one.
0: Mm-hmm. I love the, uh, there's a screenshot in there that uh, has a couple of people in a, in a movie theater, and one of them has the words, Dear God, above his head, and the other one has the word, Jackalope.
1: Uh, and it's, the, 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 the amusing thing about that one is actually something that you didn't know that I didn't tell you. Um, just as I scrolled down and my screen hit that page and I read it, um, I said, oh God, I don't remember exactly what it was for, but it was just one of those things. It was like, oh God, oh, oh, what? Is the game reading my mind? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Oh? Guess what? What? It's coming out soon. How Next soon month, is it?
0: Oh, wow. January.
1: Nice. And it's available for pre-order now.
0: We should put that on our calendar. Mm-hmm. So, um, doop The Elder Scrolls Online now actually has a release date that will be releasing on April 4th on PC and Mac.
1: Sounds good to me. I mean, Austin has played, Austin, my roommate, has played a bit of it, and he said that he really enjoyed it. I played it, and, well, no, sorry, I didn't play it. I got accepted into the beta, but I never actually ended up
0: playing it. Mm. I, I kind <laughs> of... uh I kind of enjoyed the fact that there was absolutely no real voice acting in the game, uh in the betas, and there was just, you know, uh computer generated voices. It made it quite amusing.
1: <laughs> boy, oh boy. Wait, did you do the proper Yeah I did. You
0: did? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It was a hoopala doop. doop. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um let's see, what's what's another one that I can do that's not too don't offensive?
0: O- don't overthink this. Ooh. But I want to. I overthink everything. You know what? I'm just going to take the next one. No! -er Durgen. No! Ever since PC Gamer unveiled their large pixel collider, we've been wondering how much all of those parts cost. So now we have the answer. $10,005. Seriously, they actually have several individual components that cost almost as much as my entire computer. It's
1: that's ridiculous
0: yep and uh, they have a pretty amusing video of uh, of them like tallying up all of the cost of each of the components and you know they're like throwing monopoly money on the table of those amounts because apparently that's all the money that they have left
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy I need where is my fart sound January
0: I haven't oh no there's no farts did they change it that was different from what I was expecting. <laughs> it's too bad none of those are the Wilhelm scream. Wilhelm scream. It's the, you know, the classic scream that you hear in, like, almost every movie ever. The... <laughs> one? Uh, no, no. I, here, I'll, I'll show you a great video in the Fringe of uh, ten guaranteed improvements to The Hobbit, and one of them is change all screams to the Wilhelm scream.
1: I think I saw that, but i I, I... I was distracted part of the way through by something that was happening.
0: Well, this time you won't be. No, that's
1: what I was distracted
0: part of the way through
1: by. Me and you talking about, this past week, me and you talking about you and Kaelin and mm. all that stuff that was going on. So,
0: uh, I'm sorry that I ruined such a good time watching a you know, right? great video. <laughs> you selfish.
1: Lutulente.
0: <laughs> Dirtbag. Um, anyway. Watch, watch your language. I don't understand. Would you, you prefer I'm... it in Greek. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Fine, aeroptos a. <laughs> the beginning of that sounded like a segue.
1: <laughs> well, it's it, it's epsilon um uh um or er, umicron? Uh, no, upsilon. Epsilon upsilon. So e. umlaut? A. And my the professor that I had also always whenever it was a long diphthong always had fun. Um, stretching them out, so OZER <laughs> something that you would hear him say semi-frequently, but AEROPROKTOS A um, is actually one of the Greek insults that he taught to us that translates to, you are um, a stretched anus. Wow. If you guess what it's implying.
0: Wow. Nice. <laughs> anyway. So you're, so you're taking one for the team? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Only if you're my teammate.
0: I'll take oh one goodness. from the team. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Let's uh, get on with it.
1: <laughs> so, breaking news. The Abominable Snowman um, invade Pandora, and it's our job to do a murder
0: on them. I like murdering on them.
1: In case that made no sense, a holiday-themed holiday DLC is coming to Borderlands 2.
0: Which, by the way, we need to play more. We do. We, we say that all the time. Except for, like, the, I don't know, four weeks in a row that we actually played it after the show. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. We should do that. Um, well, so
1: maybe. I, I should also head downstairs. That that party that I came to from here for has an after party. Mm. Going away to a party for a friend is kind of an important thing to do, you know? Uh, Especially yeah, if yeah. you're probably not going to see them again.
0: Definitely important. Yes. Anyway. Who's kiddo? Kotaku. <laughs> Kotaku has gotten a hold of documents revealing that Fallout 4 is in fact in production and it will be set in Boston. So currently it is codenamed Institute, which is probably a reference to the uh, the Institute, which is an in-game descendant of MIT. Scheisse.
1: That one was German. Um, I-, I know. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing random languages. now. Nah, they'll mostly be in Latin. From this book, too. But... Um, <laughs> I'll explain the book when it comes to my turn.
0: Uh, I think it is your turn. It is. Yeah, I just, I just did one. And I'm oh. done.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, but are, aren't we going to talk about Fallout 4 a little bit more? Yeah. What do you want to
0: talk about? I don't know. I don't know. That, that's all the information we have on it right now. That it was leaked. Yeah. Yeah. It it exists and uh, it's in Boston. So there you go. Uh,
1: and then there was okay, fine. Uh, well, a couple things that I'm not sure if you mentioned that it. It never was actually mentioned directly by name, just in a bunch of code words. Um, but the, mm. a lot of the stuff that makes it specifically, um, or that you can tell, oh yeah, it's definitely talking about that is many of those cur- code words and stuff that they're talking about. So like, they're, one of the things that they're talking about is, um, oh, shoot, where was it? Something or another? Oh, the Commonwealth. There we go. Uh, the Commonwealth Minutemen, which is one of the, the Commonwealth is something, um specifically uh that they refer to New England and the New England area as and whatnot but so it's is it's, it's, it like
0: the the New California Republic of the East Coast
1: I think so something like that but anyway so this book that i hold in my hands is one of my favorite reads it's sophisticated insane um and just all around weird but fun and it's how to insult, abuse, and insinuate in classical Latin. So what it does is it takes a bunch of um, quotes from Latin authors throughout the ages, and you, and it gives you what exactly they mean, as well as the text, who wrote it, and a good translation. So do you want a short one or a long one?
0: I um, take your pick.
1: We'll do we'll do immediate well no fairly short one first and then I'll I'll do the stupidly long one for my next one okay because I can um so uh frontem I'm gonna write sh- about you all over the wine shop wall <laughs> I love Catullus I love actually I do love Catullus he's my absolute favorite um author so. Continuing on Firefly Online, as in yes, Joss Whedon's Firefly. Um, is set to come out next summer for PC and Mac, with
0: Android and iOS soon
1: to follow. So, fun, 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 fun.
0: I I certainly hope it's going to be fun. Uh, because I have never heard of either of the companies that are developing it. Uh, so I have no idea, you know, if it is going to be good or not. Yeah.
1: And I mean. I'd say it's a hit or miss, but some of them are absolutely fantastic, so let's let's just hope that it's really good.
0: Mm-hmm. oofta <laughs> Card games. Card games count as gaming, right? Yeah, they have the word game in them. So, uh, we all know that the greatest card game in the world is Cards Against Humanity. It's uh, basically kind of a version of Apples to Apples, but, you know, with, like, terrible innuendo-y things and uh, pretty much non-PC stuff. Um and as a special treat for the holidays, the guys behind Cards Against Humanity have come out with Clusterfuck, a game about scoring with your friends. It involves passing cards, communicating non-verbally, and trying to set up threesomes without anyone else finding out. So I, I actually, and I believe that there is a chlamydia card in the advanced rules. <laughs> and the, the greatest part is that the whole thing is available for free as a PDF. I definitely want to download and print this off uh, and play this over Christmas break a few times.
1: Hagger, hey Oh, gosh, I need to read some of these cards off for you that they have. Oh, no. Um, so let's see. There's, I'm only interested in you. I want to have a threesome. Let's pretend we're in love. Pass the card to your left if you think I'm hot. Hagger, hey Pass your next card to whoever we should fuck. I want you all to myself. I'm going to ditch that loser. What do you want in our sandwich? me. Gross. Let's invite that hot piece of ass to our threesome. Wanna fuck? If so, pass a card to your right. I know you're planning a threesome. A certain someone wants to join us. I want you inside me. So, let's f*** the person next to you. Ignore everyone else. We're meant for each other. I want in. That jerk isn't in the threesomes. Let's just f*** each other. How do you feel about threesomes? (laughs) Want to quit this stupid game and get out of here?
0: (laughs) That one's great, because it's meta.
1: (laughs) Then, of course, the I went in. Let's see, there's there's the missionary position, like stick figures in the missionary position. All good? Let's do this. Go f*** yourself. Blow me. I'm so (laughs) drunk with, like, ten or twelve chins. You'll do.
0: (laughs) Which is, like, the most just kind of meh way to... (laughs) <laughs> Say no, yes.
1: No. I want to be the meat in your sandwich. Oh, dang. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm bad at poetry. Let's have sex. <laughs> let's up, Let's hook up and just pretend we're having a threesome. Voulez-vous avoir un mélange trois avec moi?
0: Gesundheit. It's French. I have no idea what it translates to. But... Me neither, but I can look it up. So keep going and I'll, I'll let you know in a minute.
1: Well, there's only a few. Um, I'm undressing you with my eyes. You're hot. So is the person next to you. Let's have a threesome. Then you have chlamydia until you pass this card. Other people don't score when they hook up with you. If you have this card at the end of a round, keep it and go first next round. Oh, dear Lord. So this looks stupid and hilarious, and
0: I... Okay, so the French was literally just asking for a threesome in French. Oh. Yeah. Not very interesting.
1: Voulez-vous avoir un mélange à trois avec Avec moi?
0: Moi? Something like that. But yeah, definitely, definitely a fun group game. <laughs> yes, especially for our group of friends.
1: All right, I'm going to read... Um, actually, I'm going to read two insults. I'm going to save the big one for the final one. That I, Oh, wait, no, this is the final one that I have to talk
0: about. Yeah, this is your final one. All right. Do the big one.
1: This one totally in preta- or pertains to you and me. Oh boy. desinet esse prius contrarius ignibus humor, unctaque cum luna lumina solis erunt, parsque eadem caelis afuros emitet et ieuros, et ver autumno brumai miscevitur aistas, atque Adam regio vesperet ortus Edit quam te tecum positis, quae subsimus armes gratia commisis, improbe probe tuis, pax erit haec nobis, donec mihiwit amanebit cumpe corem firmo quae solet esse lupis.
0: And now there's spit all over my book. Um, Did you say something about a wolf at the end? Yes. Ha-ha!
1: So it translates to "'Fire and water will forget their age-old enmity. "'The sun's rays will stick fast to the moon. "'The same gust of wind will blow eastwards and westwards. "'Spring will consort with autumn and winter with summer. "'And the sun will rise and set at the very same spot. "'All of this must take place before you and I lay down the weapons "'we have ranged against each other.' And only then, you bastard, will we bring back from the dead the friendship which your grotesque crimes have smashed to smithereens. Until I breathe my final breath, the only peace we will declare will be the kind that exists between the wolves and the defenseless sheep.
0: I call Wolf. Damn it! <laughs> you're, the, you're, you're the fuzzy one. I suppose. Mm-hmm. And I am Wolf Repo. You know are our... Wait, does this mean that people count me to go to
1: sleep? Uh, <laughs> you're now gonna imagine a whole bunch of me wearing—I don't know—wearing what? But at the end of your bed, just jumping and going, ah, ah.
0: Well, you remember that time at camp when we were going through the the spider web thing uh, challenge, where we were trying to—you know—you have to get everybody through the spider web, uh, through different holes in it. And for some reason, we left you for last, even though you were like the biggest out of all of us.
1: Because I, I. I think I was on the other – no, I was on this side to help um, carry yeah. people through or yeah. something
0: like that. Yeah, but I mean like most most groups would choose like, okay, when we've gotten about half of the people through, we'll get the biggest person through so that you know we have enough people lifting them on both sides. But no, you just – you decided, okay, leave the biggest hole for me and I will dive through it. And for some reason, I was like sitting underneath – the spider web when you dove through it, and I like watched you go like straight over me, and it was just like I can still see it in slow motion. <laughs> I I don't think we're ever gonna forget that moment, will we? No, I mean like it was like watching I don't know a a horse jump over an obstacle, like it was amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can do things. I got a natural twenty on that one. That's all there is to it.
0: It, it was it was impressive. So I, I think you were gonna say something about the thing up there.
1: Well, yeah, I never actually mentioned the headline, did I? I just no. Lie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: Valve, kill it. Valve has shipped the Steam Machine prototypes, and the 300 lucky beta testers have been notified that they have been chosen.
0: I wasn't notified, were you? Lucky poops. Um. Actually, did you get a hold of a controller to get into that beta? No. Into the drawing? Okay. Well, yeah, then I don't think you were chosen. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess we'll just have to wait like everybody else. Oh, wait. We won't have to wait, because the SteamOS beta is here! Valve has released the code for uh, for SteamOS, however, it's, it's very, very much in beta right now, and they're actually suggesting that everybody wait until 2014 to download it, unless you really know what you're doing with Linux. Um, also, currently, they don't support AMD graphics cards, and it requires a UEFI motherboard, which not everybody has. So if you don't know what either of those things mean, don't download it. But it's exciting that it's uh it's actually out now. Yeah. Poof. So that's all the headlines. Yep. And no uh, SteamOS for me. I have an AMD card right now. Yeah. yeah so. Um. And I mean, I I can't imagine a reason to dual boot Windows and and uh, SteamOS because all of the games that you can play on Windows, you can play on SteamOS, and, like, there, I mean, all of the games you can play on SteamOS, you can play on Windows, but not vice versa.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, no reason currently, but...
0: Nope, and you don't own a TV. Nope. That's another big thing. So yeah. Sorry. I mean, I, so I was considering getting a, a PS4 uh, earlier this year, and and then I suddenly realized you know, I would be hooking that thing up to my computer monitor because that is the only screen that I have. And how silly would that be? Very. Pretty much. But isn't silly what we do? I suppose. If you if you take yourself too seriously, then you're just not going to have any fun in life. Buck, you
1: are my silly.
0: Aww. I don't even know what that means. <laughs>
1: you are my silly.
0: So um. I'm... Wait, I'd let you have fun? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unfortunately, obviously, we're both very, very busy right now, what with finals and nine, uh, what do you call them, uh, concert things? yeah, Performances, yeah. Yeah, those things. Um, So, we don't really have any reviews. Um, There weren't any main topics. I suppose we can count the YouTube one as our main topic for this week because we talked for a while about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: and Latin. Oh shoot! Dang it! Can I read for you a couple of those other insults Oh, it? you may. Actually,
0: right. before you do, um, quick special announcements, new releases. Uh, The Novelist, uh, a cool little indie game, uh, about uh, being a ghost and following uh the story of this family. Uh, of you know the this family that has a struggling author uh, who's the dad and an artist who's the mom and and a kid. Um, and they're you know obviously with with a group of three people, none of them can, you know, they can't all be happy with the, the, this, the decisions that they make. Um, and so your job as this ghost is to learn what each of them wants and try to kind of come up with a nice compromise to keep as many people as possible happy. Uh, oh. But you won't be able to succeed in making everybody happy. And so it's, it's a, a very interesting looking game. I'm definitely going to check it out um, at some point when I am you know, have time.
1: I like the games that have been coming out that have been messing with just that one little aspect of reality,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: sometimes really hard for us to come to grips with. Like this one, it's not possible to make everyone happy. Is a lesson that it's really hard for people to sometimes understand, including myself.
0: That was that was actually a theme uh, in The Walking Dead. You know, was trying to balance keeping people happy, but you can never get everybody on your side. Yeah. Scary. Uh.
1: Anyway, so
0: Latin. Yes. Okay.
1: First one comes from Horace's Epodes, and this is from epod eight. It said inquitat me pectus et mammae putres, equina quales ubera, when terque molis et femur tumultibus exiles sures aditum. But of course what really gets me going about you is those dirty dugs hanging off your chest. Like the nipples of an old nag, your spongy belly, and those wasted thighs atop your bulbous legs. Wow. And then Catullus 25. Molior coniculi capillo. well anseris <laughs> medulula well imula auricula well. Oh, shoot, that's right. They're supposed to be elisions. Sorry, I need to start over and read it correctly. <laughs> you're not going to hear much of a difference,
0: but actually you're going to hear but very... But it, it matters to you, apparently. It matters
1: to me. Molior Sorry. Molior capillo, capillo, vel lanceris <laughs> medullula, vel languido senisitu quare neoso. Sorry. Um, in Latin, there are these things called elisions where sometimes the beginning, or sorry, the end of one word and the beginning of a one word basically get mashed up, or the ending of one word gets um, cut off, and the beginning of the next, or sorry, the end of one word gets cut off, and the beginning of the next word gets just put right up against that.
0: I definitely heard a difference in your cadence there.
1: Yes. There's also um, uh uh there's verse to it. There's there's a rhythm to it. I could actually find this. I have this, the Latin book. We we read all the... I read this last year in class. <laughs> um, but the translation that they gave in this book is, you are softer than rabbit's fur or goose's down or a dainty little ear tip or the decrepit organ of an old geezer, not to mention the cobwebs that hang there. <laughs> and that's from Catullus Carmena. Twenty five.
0: Yeah, given given the context of that book, I knew it couldn't end well. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I mean oh shoot, where I need to look up one more quote. Um uh, Catalyst twenty three. Let's see. Um Okay. Do you want me to read the Latin and then go down to where I want?
0: Um, I guess. I, I don't even know what you're doing.
1: Okay. Uh. So this is um. Okay. Hank ad munditem ad ad mundiorem quod tibi tebipurius alilos quod um nectoto deciesca anno at quid Durus est fabet lapilis, quotus non digitum inquinare That translates to, to this cleanliness, add an even cleaner one: that your anus is purer than a little salt cellar, and you defecate no more than ten times in an entire year. And that, that is harder than a bean or pebbles, and if you were to squeeze it or rub it with your hands, you could never even dirty your finger. You couldn't even smudge a finger.
0: I don't even know what that means. Um he's
1: so poor he can afford water or he can't afford water at all. So his oh. he poops, it's very rare. And when he does poop, it's dry to the point where it's basically a stone and if you try to squish it up between your hands you couldn't even get a stain on him.
0: That's That's one way to call person four, I guess. (laughs) Oh, tell us how I love you. Oh, man. So, thanks for listening to 8-Bit, everybody, where you get a little bit of language, a little bit of history lessons, and a little bit of uh, video game knowledge. (laughs) So this is Ian Buck,
1: And I'm Ian Decker.
0: Signing off. Um, So let's play one game really quick. Um, So, uh, jiggle, Ian. What does that even mean?
1: Okay, so it's not that, Ian. Try the next, Ian. Jiggle.
0: Talk. Hi, what's going on? I have no idea. So
1: occasionally when you speak, uh, your mic spikes some audio. Weird. So it's not when you jiggle, it's when you speak. That's why I was
0: making everyone jiggle. Maybe I can just go for the entire show without speaking <laughs> i will I will be like the uh the 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 sign language guy at uh, Mandela's uh funeral
1: no oh. no and
0: I'll just fake it all you're gonna be like That's, Sam that was bad
1: that was.